All right, we ready? Yeah. Starting in three, two, one. All right, everybody. Welcome into our first Kamish cast. Uh, What's this up? is your host, Elvis. This is Jimmy. All right. Uh, let's get into it. So, what, what are we going to talk about today, Jimmy? Uh, so, we're going to go and talk about a little bit about the bylaws. And we have um, preseason impressions. And we're going to go into the week one previews. Right. Sounds good. Um, so. Just a little, a little note for myself, for you guys. Um, I actually have a tournament draft in like 20 minutes. I try not to be distracted, but um, yeah, you might hear a couple buzzing when it's my turn. <laughs> but um, let's talk about let's talk about some uh, some news in, that happened that has happened in the league since our draft. Our, our draft was uh, this past sun, two Sundays ago. Yep, two Sundays ago. And um, we are really excited because we didn't we weren't sure how how often people were going to trade and we want lots of trading lots of waiver moves and stuff like that so what do you have any trades that you have or seen that you're excited about or like that will affect the league well to kick it off we had our trade uh where i was able to get my quote unquote my guy so that was probably my my favorite trade so far um i did give up a pick for that but we'll talk about that after yeah uh, we'll, we'll talk about the, the importance of draft picks when we get to our, our first segment. Um, I thought uh, Trin's trade was really interesting. She traded. She got. She gave up Antonio, Antonio Gibson, which is a, like a second, you know, borderline first round pick, for um, some wide receivers. Um, she she ended up. She decided to take on like a, a lesser, not as good running back. But he's still he's still gonna be the running back one. But like you know, he's people aren't as like excited because it was supposed to be somebody else. Right. But in return, she got Brandon Ayuk and Michael Pittman, some second year wide receivers that are supposed to be really good this year. So, I think that's exciting for her, and then exciting for Henry in that he got Antonio Gibson, who's also supposed to be pretty good this year. Yeah, I think I think Trin's concern was that she didn't have uh, a reliable uh, wide receiver. So. Right, exactly. Um, she did get good it, value from that, and I mean they both got good value. Yeah. that was a pretty good trade. I think I think it was a great trade because like that's kind of what you want and are, are looking for in a trade. It's like you're, um, you obviously you're not gonna trade if it's not good for you, and that's that goes for both parties. And so, um, you know, everybody's just trying to improve their teams. Yeah, uh, I think those are the only two. No, there's another trade there yeah, too. So there wasn't there was another. You can trade. quickly highlight that. That was just Henry and Tu Yen. They just traded Tua for Marquez Callaway. Oh, that that was another interesting one. Too. That is an interesting one. A QB for a wide receiver. Uh, that's we're gonna have to wait and see because both guys are kind of they still have question marks to them. I feel like right, but the, I I think um, they got the players that they needed that yeah. they were looking for, which is um, again a plus on both sides. I, yeah, I feel like with Dynasty, you do kind of want to move pieces around, see what fits. Right. Um, but yeah so um, I think that's it for most of the trades if not all of them um, mm-hmm. let's let's get on to our first segment 
uh, our first segment is, as Jimmy said, is going to be the the league bylaws rundown, and I think that this is pretty important for most of the league because there's things that are is different for us this year being a dynasty league compared to previous years when we were redraft. Um, we're going to briefly run through m- most of the bylaws, but we're only going to focus on the, the, the new stuff. Yeah, there, I mean, there was a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, it being a dynasty league, there's going to be a lot of information, so people are just going to probably skim through it. But we do have the, it in the Discord, so if you know, if anyone ever needs to reference it, it's always there. But. Yep. Yeah. So the overview is kind of just like the summary. Um, I'm just going down the list of the league bylaws here in the Discord. Overview is kind of just the summary of the, the entire bylaws. League dues. This is one, one of the things that we want to talk about. Uh, we, you guys already paid this. It's twenty dollars to be in the league, and then twenty dollars for this year. So a total of forty dollars for this season. Um, and this is this is what we use to pay out uh, at the end of the season prizes. And um, there's a kind of in bold at the bottom some notes that we may or may not um, raise the dues in the following years. We want to keep the dues low this year because everybody's new and people are going to make mistakes, and there's going to be things that we don't know about that's going to come up. And so next year's next year everybody will know about these things and so if everybody wants to we can take a vote on it and maybe raise up raise up the risks and the rewards of the league yeah so this is something we can review um after the season's over um so yeah it is subject to change if we do want to change it um, yeah i think something that we can also note here is that jimmy and i are looking into other ways to raise funds too so that we can have either both bigger prizes and possibly make it so that we don't have to pay like pay leak dues and additionally, if we there's enough money to go around, we can even do like weekly prizes. Yeah, I mean, unless this podcast like kicks off and we can get sponsors, you know, that'd be another way for oh, us yeah, to. That's, a, that, that's right. That's another thing that we can do is that um, if you this podcast is is actually public, so like, um, it's it's dynasty focused, of course, because it's for our league. And if we can get uh, fifty people to listen or fifty people to follow one or the other, I don't remember which one, um, we can actually start doing ads and making revenue from this podcast and then all that would go towards the league so you know that that would be an interesting way for us to to add prizes weekly prizes um yeah yeah so league calendar you guys can look at this uh in the discord nothing too exciting there it's all um i guess the next thing for us would be the league trade deadline which is november 10th also kickoff kickoff Kick- starts it's one sleep away for us right now. I don't know when this podcast is going up, but try to put it up tonight. But yeah, it's it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, maybe maybe uh, it'll be it might be today if you're listening to, on <laughs> Thursday. Cause yeah, it, I'm probably gonna put it up late, and you'll probably be listening to it on Thursday. Yeah. All right. What's next, Jimmy? What's next? Let me go. I was looking at the. That's okay. Where are we at? We are at league structure and prizes and punishments. So league structure, that just says that we have 10 teams, blah, blah, blah. Nothing important there. Prizes and punishments, you want to go over that? Yep, let me go back into here. I got it. All right, so to break it down real quick, we have a first place prize, which is the $120 um, and the traveling trophy. So we're going to get a trophy for whoever wins um, to carry around, and then, you know, it'll change hands uh, every season, you know, unless that... That person wins again the next year. Um, and then in second place, we have a $60 uh, prize along with picking the name for our league. So right now, 
it's kind of hard to address our league because you know we don't really have a name um, but you'll have that opportunity or privilege or whatever to you know pick a name for the league and then for third place it'll be 20 bucks you know um, you came in third you get some money you're on the podium but you're not quite <laughs> you know yeah. uh, the best yeah and then for fourth place and fifth place um, so we're gonna have a league combined um, probably postseason probably sometime in the summer uh, for so for fourth and fifth place these are gonna be the commentators for that league combine um, so I know I know some people are kind of confused on what a league combine is so uh, every year there's an NFL draft and before they actually get to the drafting you know they have to get you know like a basically analyze these these new uh, draftees um, so they go through like a number of uh, workouts and stuff like that and we're gonna put our <laughs> our, our league through that kind of um, so again fourth and fifth is gonna be the commentator for our league combine sixth through ninth is gonna participate in that league combine so you're gonna go through a number of workouts and we're gonna kind of judge you and stuff like that and then last place, last place being 10th place is going to participate in the league combine, but they're going to also going to post video results either on their social media or, you know, if they don't have social media, we're going to, we're going to figure out what to do with that. But right. And, uh, I was talking to some people and they, they were saying that the, uh, they think that the, this year's punishments are uh, too easy and that like, what if I get first and what if I want to participate? Are we going to allow them to participate, Jimmy? I mean, absolutely. We, we, the, I mean, the more the merrier. Um, if you want to participate, then you know it's it's fine. Um, but we're not like we're not going to force anybody that's like not in. They're going. It's like first through fifth. We're not going to force you. But you know, sixth through tenth, you don't really have a choice because you. That's where you fell. Yeah, do it, and then we're gonna you, like like uh, number tenth implies. There's a we're gonna like record and do like uh, videos, and then we're gonna do like a play, player profiles. Like we're gonna do like. If I was one of the uh, players in the combine, I'd be like, you know, we do the headshot, Elvis, University <laughs> of New Haven, and we'll do that overlay and, and all that all that fun stuff. Um, and in terms of this punishment being too easy, like I said, this is going to be our first year in, in a dynasty league, so we want to keep it light, and then we'll uh, we'll see how things go next year. It'll, it'll be different. We change our prizes and punishments next year. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll sit down and you know we'll we'll redo and we'll, yeah. we'll just you know we'll talk about. Yeah. And also, I want to I want to bring this up while we're here too. Like uh, in the Discord, there's there's sections for suggestions and concerns and questions and answers. If you guys ever have questions, you know, feel free to post in there or suggestions, post in the suggestions and concerns thread, and you know we'll get to them either in the podcast or in Discord. And um, you know, this is your league too, so f- make sure you guys take part and um, make make it fun for yourselves too. Yep. So let's move on. Next is game schedule. You, you it's just game schedule. Uh, playoffs and toilet bowl. Do we need to go over how, how this works? I don't think so. Jimmy, do you think so? I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty yeah, self, yeah, self-explanatory. Straightforward. Playoffs and toilet bowl. Uh, inaugural draft. We already did. That just describes how we're going to do our very first draft to start off the league. Next is the annual rookie draft. So I think at the end of the prize and punishments uh, tab, there's uh, something we didn't mention, which is the draft positions, and oh. they will be awarded. Um, According to the annual rookie draft, so essentially, I think we'll probably touch on this later too, but where you end up uh, at the end of the season uh, will depend on, or it'll, it'll reflect on what your your uh, position will be for the draft, for the rookie draft. Right. So, um, 
pretty much first place is going to get tenth pick because they got first place. They don't. They have a strong team this season. They they don't need that advantage of a first first draft pick in the rookie draft. And um, the thing that we so it would go all the way that would go all the way down to the sixth place, getting like the inverse pick. But when we get to the toilet bowl, we don't want people to tank. We don't want like people to to be like the Jacksonville Jaguars or like the Cleveland Browns when they were really bad. Mm-hmm. And they the teams would just you know purposely lose in order to get the best draft pick. We we still want the season even during playoffs to be competitive, and so we made the seventh through tenth place, uh, I guess inverse of inverse picks. So uh, the, whoever wins the toilet bowl gets the first place. First first place that would make sense, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so we do. That's why we encourage trading too. So like, I mean, even if you're losing for that season, it doesn't mean it's over because we're going to be playing next season as well. So you, I mean, you do want to get the next pick if you're 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 like down bad, but uh, we we always want to keep the league competitive. Um, and for the rookie draft as well, it's three rounds. Um, I think on Sleeper right now, you can see all your picks for the next three years, I think. That's right. Um, and you can feel free to trade them. But we do have something that we want to mention before. You can trade your future picks. Um, and that's making sure you pay your league dues for the next season. Um, for that season. So, for example, Jimmy traded me his 2020 next year 2021 2022 right so yep. jimmy traded me his 2022 first round pick and in order to do that he had to pay pay his 2022 uh two dues but if if jimmy wants to trade me his 2024 first round pick then he would have to pay for the, the dues for that year and that's just to ensure that like um that you stay in the league for that long uh it's because you we don't we don't want you to trade draft trade away, trade away draft picks and then leave the league and then we have to find another player who is willing to to take that sacrifice of not having that draft pick in the future. All right. So. All right. Team structure. You guys already know about that because we've already started the season. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just the ro- our roster of players. Injured reserve. Injured reserve. We have two slots. You guys already know we have two slots. Players that are eligible for injured reserve are, are either have, have to be designated as IR or out or if they are under the COVID protocol. Yeah, so we don't, we want we're not sure how long this COVID thing is gonna last, um, but we do want to make it fair for everybody, um, and we're not sure how this season's gonna go with, you know, fans being back in the building and whatnot, and you know, vaccinations and all that stuff are, are you know they they've gotten their vaccination, but not not everybody has gotten them all, um, so it's still we still don't really know what's gonna happen, um, so we leave that that door open for anyone in case they're player gets you know COVID or whatever right and we feel that it's important to uh allow allow these players onto the IR because like just because you know you when the NFL design assigns the the COVID designation it's not that they have COVID it's that they're under the protocol so that means they may have been exposed they need to quarantine and it's not really fair for um for us as league managers to kind of have to deal with that even though they don't they haven't you know gotten COVID or whatever so that's why we are allowing COVID players in our IR. Yeah, and I think it's always good to have a deep bench. I mean, our, our league or our, each of our teams are like 30 te- like players deep. So, I mean, you want to make sure – if if this does happen, you want to make sure you have a backup plan. Um, but, yeah. Yep. So, I think that's it for IR. Mm-hmm. Next is Taxi Squad. I, I had a lot of questions about Taxi Squad and how mm-hmm. it worked. Uh, do you want to go over it sooner? Start, start going over it and not fill in um, – so to, to the best of my knowledge, it's we have three slots, um, 
And these are basically reserved for rookies um, for that season, I believe. So um, we, if you have rookies that you want to place on the taxi squad, you want to do it before kickoff, which is tomorrow. Um, and then once you put them in uh, the taxi squad or the slots, um, you're, you can take them out once the season starts, but you cannot put them back in. Um, so, right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody can go back into the taxi squad once, once the season starts. Okay. Like people, people can come out, but nobody can go back into the taxi squad. Taxi squads are locked at kickoff. Okay. So, I, so the question I have is like, if, so next year when the new season starts, mm-hmm. when you draft your rookies, you can place them on there. Yes. Until kickoff, because they, right? after, after the rookie draft, the taxi squad, the taxi squad will be unlocked and you can place new players in there. Right. And why? Let me ask you this, Jimmy. Why do you? Why? Why is a taxi squad important? I feel like, for for what from what I'm thinking, like you don't want to have your rookies on your team because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like you know they're unproven. Um, some or well, some of them are. So like you can you can place them on this, this taxi squad to kind of reserve them basically to like until they can prove themselves. Right. Um, because this is a dynasty league, it's we, we look to the future a lot, right? We're always looking for the next best player, uh, and we want to have that that lottery ticket in our pocket, right? Because um, we don't know which rookies are going to go off, which which rookies aren't, and you shouldn't be penalized for that by taking a bench spot. And that so taxi squad is your way of investing in the future of the league, of your team, and um, so I encourage you guys, you know, if you guys see rookies that you guys are interested in, grab them in the future and. And put them in there, and if they don't, if they don't pan out, that's that's no no harm to you because it doesn't take up a spot on your bench. Yep. So next one is oh, the Fab. Fab. Fab is a new idea for us. Yeah, I've, I've I've been a big fan of Fab, but we haven't really implemented it in our league. Um, so I mean, just to start, it's so Fab is the free agent acquisition budget system, um, and basically you get like a certain budget for the season. Um, and you're going to use this budget towards waiver pickups. And so it's kind of like a blind auction. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, you, we're going to be bidding. Um, is it every day? Um, I have it set up so that bidding, bidding um, waivers occur on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. Sunday and Monday is free. There, any, waiver, any player that has been on the waiver wire for at least a day is a free agent on Sunday and Monday. Okay. And then Tuesday, we all take a break. No, no acquisitions, no uh, transactions will, will be made on Tuesday. Okay, that's good. Yep. Um, I mean, it's still it's still pretty new, so we'll see how this goes throughout the season. And um, is there something is this something that we can change going forward? Uh, yeah, if we if we don't like the FAP system, we can always change it uh, back to uh, rolling waivers. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> Rona, <laughs> who is it? Cut, <laughs> cut. It's okay. No, it's fine. We'll, we'll cut if we need to. And uh, authenticity, authenticity. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. So to bring it back, I mean, it's a it's a blind auction system. We get a hundred dollars, and then even zero bids are allowed. So if if I bid for a certain player and Elvis bids for the certain the same player, and we both do a zero dollar bid. It goes to the person that has higher, the higher priority, right? Right. Whoever, uh, whoever received the player last, they go. It's a combination of rolling waivers in that if you get a tie, that's the tiebreaker. 
So let's say that Jimmy picked up a player yesterday, and uh, he and I are trying to pick up the same player today, then I get priority because he got a player yesterday. All right. And then let's say for we bid for the same player, and we both put in a dollar, but you have the higher priority. You get the player, but I don't lose that dollar. It goes no. back into my pocket. Yeah, so. exactly. You only It's just like an auction where you only pay for it if you win. Okay. Um, I also want to touch upon Jimmy. Why do you why do, why do we like the Fab system? It just gives everybody like an opportunity to get players um, that they they want in which like it's basically the same thing as our draft where we can go out and kind of bid for that certain player. But you're since it's a blind auction, you can't you don't really know how much you're spending. So I kind of like that that hidden aspect. Um, but it you gives don't know everybody how much others are spending. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like I, I kind of like that aspect where you can bid for. The, that player that you want instead of having you know whoever's I mean you, we don't really want to reward losers basically right exactly <laughs> I, I, I like it because it's it, like the auction it's like it shows how badly you want a player like, if you really want a player you're going to bid more for them uh, and, and it shows the, the true value of a player yeah so you guys got to make sure you do your research this this season yeah stay right. up to the news all right, so my, uh, my my draft is starting, but we're still here. Let's see. Oh, we're still in the first uh, segment. Let's see. Let's what what else is in the? Um, we can. Uh, I think. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Waivers in the and free agency. We kind of went over. Well, we kind of went over that when we talked about fab because it's kind of one thing. Trades done. Scoring. Scoring is half PPR. Um, we didn't really do much to the scoring setting besides, um, you know, the half PPR. You know, so every reception is half a point. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, uh, every, everything everything else is kind of self-explanatory. You guys yeah. can read it because it's just like um, your responsibilities and official statistics, where they come yeah. from, and and all that stuff. Just be sure to skim through it. It's not too much reading. Yeah, it's also inf- informative. So yeah, so I, we've touched upon everything we want to touch on. That's important yeah, for the league. And um, so, if that's the case, we can move on. Yeah, to our to second segment. Yeah, which is the preseason impressions. So we're each going to give uh, a thought on all the teams that are in the league. Um, you know, maybe maybe just, you know, give our thoughts. <laughs> yeah, we give our thoughts. And I think uh, this this is going to be valuable, hopefully valuable, because um, it's it'll basically like uh, we're, we're obviously not statisticians. We're not yeah. going to be like, you know, professional analyzers of your team. Yeah. But I think I, I'm hoping that this can give you an idea of uh, where where your um, where you are strong on your team and where you need help, and hopefully this will also you know like uh, get 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 teams moving to make trades and and do all that stuff if they need to. Yeah. So I mean, it's this is just coming like off the top of our head. So like we're not we don't have anything scripted for for either, like any of these teams. Mm-hmm. We're just giving our first impressions and just end up. Kind of analyzing, but not like deep diving into it. Right. <coughs> All right. So we're just gonna look at teams as they stand, um, and I have these teams listed in our, in our draft order. Okay. So um, the first team is is Jimmy's team. Jimmy, how do you how do you feel about your team? I'm, I think my team is pretty solid. Um, I think I could have done better in like the running back department. Mm-hmm. Um, my wide receivers are solid. Uh, I have a lot of youth on my team. I feel like, yeah, um, you drafted a lot of rookies. Yeah, so it's like rookies and second year players. Um, but that's, I feel like that's a good thing because uh, they have a lot of upside. Uh, but I don't really have a lot of rookies in my uh, lineup right now. It's uh, more, 
second and third year players mostly. Right, which is good. Which is good. Because like, you, you want experience on your starting roster and then inexperience yeah. in your bench where you can hold them until they become good. Right. But overall, I think my team is pretty decent. Um, I think, I mean, judging by projections alone this week, it's not too great. But, you mm-hmm. know, we don't go. Are, are you worried about your your tight end at all? He's a, he's a rookie. And tight I, end, I have a lot of confidence in him. I think a lot, a lot of people do too. People, yeah. people really like him. And saying that he's been playing like a wide receiver, but the thing is that tight end rookies, they uh, tight ends, they usually don't, you know, go off until right. like year three or four. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what Kyle Pitts does. Yeah, my only thought process with with drafting him is a couple years back, Austin Hooper was the number one tight end, and he had Matt Ryan throwing him the ball, and Kyle Pitts has that same, you know, same quarterback this year. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right. All right. Uh, let's see who's next on our list. It is Steven's Steven, team, yeah. Man Twenty Five. Tran Man Twenty Five. I have something for you. <laughs> Get an avatar. <laughs> you uh, you still got your uh, your your basic sleeper emoji thingy. Please get an avatar. Yeah, it could be anything. Aaron Rodgers, you know. Yep. Your favorite, your favorite superhero. All yeah, right. It doesn't have to be uh, football related. Or so anything. Steven, Steven got Patrick Mahomes. Which is a great pick for Dynasty. Yeah. But how do you feel about the rest of his team? Let me let me go pull him up real quick. Yep. Patrick Mahomes was a guy that I was I really wanted going into the draft. Um and he actually paid less for the quarterback that I went for, but my Just tactic was my tactic was like to bait, you know, one of our league mates out to see if he will spend higher. I ended up uh, is that what you do with Damien Harris? Because you you nominated Damien Harris, yeah, yeah. and I and I got him for, yep. for, for for pretty cheap. He was under he was under projection. I was hoping he would you know cause more stir on, in the league, but yeah. I guess not. All right, so let me pull up Steven's team. I, I wanted to call his team a dark horse, but his team is pretty solid. It's I it's, do think it's that, pretty good. I do think that every every team is pretty solid, mm-hmm. but I think in comparison to other teams, he has great wide receivers. He does. He he has Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf, who I'm both excited, really excited about. Mm-hmm. But um, elsewhere, I'm not too excited for his team. I think that he could be str- he can definitely be stronger in the uh, running back department. Yeah, for Miles sure. Gaskins could go off. We don't know how yeah. he's gonna do. Um, and DeAndre Swift might not even start the season. Did you, did you have you heard any news on that? No, I don't know if he he practiced yet. I mean, we we you just have to look out for these practice reports in, uh, in the next few days. If he is full and he's good to go, then you know you know he'll be ready out there. But if it's limited, um, I think he still goes, but probably on a lighter workload. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's an area, a possible area of improvement for Stevens' team. He's also really banking on Deshaun Watson. Um, he has Watson on his bench. Yeah, but he also has Trevor Lawrence too. Right. Who is um? So he's. I think he's all set for quarterbacks in terms of depth. Uh, I do notice that he does not have any rookies on his taxi squad. So take advantage of that. Yeah. If you can. He does because he has Tutu Atwell, who's who and, and, and Terrence Marshall. They're both rookies. Yeah. And so if he were to put these players onto his taxi squad, he would have more bench space to right. pick up other players. Exactly. Uh, Michael Carter too, right? Michael Carter is also a rookie. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, Ramondre Stevenson, he, he's loaded on rookies. Yeah, he's, um, he does have a lot of rookies. Um, who's also, next? Cam Akers should go on, he should put that on IR. Oh, yeah. Uh, he already has one player on IR, it's which Dobbins. is Jobbins. Dobbins, I mean, Jobbins. Jay Dobbins. <laughs> Jobbins. Jobbins. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Any any, any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think most teams are... Every team is uh, competitive this year. Yeah. For sure. All right, let's go on to the next team. Next team up is JY. Yeah, for some reason, I thought he had a quiet draft, but I don't know if it was because he wasn't talking or what, but his team is good. His team is good. He has has solid running backs, um, solid receivers. He has Darren Waller, which is, you know... Great pick. Top three I wanted, I wanted Darren Waller. I really wanted Darren Waller. Yeah. Um, I do see... Um, so he's great, he's great at tight end. His quarterback has solid. Running back solid. Wide receiver solid. How's his depth? His depth is good, actually. Like, we, he has Landry. Uh, he has Kareem Hunt still on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know why he still has Cam, but... <laughs> uh, who knows? Cam might sign with another team. He could be a backup. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? He has, um, a, he has Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Oh, you know. Boomer Bus. Yep. You know. He, I mean, he's a wide receiver three for Rams who are, I think the Rams are going to be good this year. Yeah. I like I like them with uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. There's definitely an upgrade in, in the quarterback mm-hmm. department there. Um, but yeah, I feel like Jason can be one of those guys that are, uh, you know, in contention I, for that. Yeah, that title. Absolutely. I I have him week one. He's a little scary. Yeah. But I do have one thing. I don't want to trade with him yet just yet because I'm (laughs) placing him week one. But he has Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen in his starting lineup. Uh, And um, that that's going to be like a a, a little bit of a hedge in terms of points because they're both not going to score touchdowns on the same play. Right. Yeah. So um, it's kind of it's when you have multiple players from the same team, there's you can either stack them like a quarterback and then a scoring player. But when you have running back and a wide receiver, you kind of hedge yourself. And so, Steve, uh, I mean, Jason, if you want, I, I'm i in the same situation. I'm willing to look at a trade. So, um, yeah, I saw that happen on multiple teams. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's why Trin made her move because she had Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson. Um, right. right. That, yeah. that was, I thought that was a good move because I on Discord, I actually uh, added Jin. I tagged her. <laughs> trying to make that trade but then she didn't see it i don't think she still hasn't seen it to this day <laughs> and um she traded with somebody else instead you actually never know though the, the running backs and wide receivers they can actually go off together yeah, depending on the team do you think yeah. that do you think the vikings can do that though i mean in an, in like in in and out of like each week i don't think um it'll happen uh because it depends on the matchup if you know if they're getting blown out they're not gonna play both their their starters, or like if you know they're up by a lot, they're not gonna, you know, run. They're running back to the ground or whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta do it to, you know, acquire better pieces or, whatnot. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up in our draft order was two nice two yen. All right. So I think I think this is something that he's gonna be doing, uh, each week. Wait. So, for let me see, look at Jason. We gotta, we gotta give him one of these. Oh, you're Jason, right. Jason, get it, Abby. <laughs> and uh, two yen, get an Abby. But it seems like he is trolling me this week, cause uh, you know my name is not nice, Jimmer. So he wants, he wanted to go with two nice, but you know, you know what they say about nice guys. <laughs> they finish last, <laughs> right? So. I don't know. I don't know what he he did there, but I, uh, I did speak to him uh, this past Sunday too, and he's uh, he's not feeling too too confident about his team because uh, because uh, the drafting you know was different. And he I, he didn't get to mock with us. He I, he told me he did mock by himself. He didn't mock with us. I see. And um, you know, 
we we gave you guys those opportunities for for a reason, right? Right. Um, well, I mean, his team is still pretty good. Yeah. But I don't know what that second nomination was, like Seth the Valve or something. I think I think he was trying to do what you were doing, but I think uh, he did it not as well. Because <laughs> we didn't like the thing is that if you're going to bait somebody, you have to use bait them with players that people think are good that that you don't think are good enough. Right. That that, um, that you don't want. Right. So I mean. If this was a redraft, he would have he would have had Seth Devolve as, as you know his second pick. So yeah, um, but you know his team, I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah, he's got he's got CMC. CMC that's, is that, yep, and Travis Kelsey is those, those are going to be I feel like the two anchors of his team. Yeah, absolutely. They're consistent. They score a lot. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna hold his team down. Right, and then you know he got he got OBJ coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, OBJ, you know, we, we everybody hopes roots for him every year to to do well, but people are starting to lose hope in that guy. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know you like him a lot. I tried too. to get him, but I tried to get him every year, but you know, it's just at this point, it's kind of. How do you feel about his uh, quarterbacks? Um, they're decent. I mean, Joe Burrow's also coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, McCaffrey's also coming back from injury. Miles Sanders also got injured last year. So this is like, you know, on the hospital bed a, type of team. This is a bounce back team. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, looking at his bench too, he has, it's funny because he has Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Yeah, that is interesting. But uh, the thing is that between the two of them, I really like his Cooper Cup pick uh, mainly because I like the way, Matthew Stafford, he's like check down king, right? Yeah. He, he checks down a lot and Cooper Cup plays a slot. And so I think Cooper Cup's going to do great this year. And so I think that's a great pick. Right, he's loaded on receivers as well. Yeah, looks like Slayton, Nikhil Harry, Jalen Waddle. He has the rookie. Uh, he does have people on his taxi squad, so that's good. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's got pretty decent depth in and in, in running back. Yeah, his team has a lot of upside. But yeah, any any, other, any areas he can improve in? Um, I think he's pretty solid. Maybe. Maybe a receivers. I mean, he has a lot, but like, there's no, there's no like one outstanding one that you can really start. Yeah, th- th- I think they're high upside. Yeah. Players, but also like they can, they're not gonna goose you, but they're they they can have weeks that are like are off. Right. Because between on Tampa Bay, Chris Godwin, besides Chris Chris Godwin, there's um, there's Antonio Brown, there's Mike, Mike Evans, Evans uh, and they're all like options that Tom Brady can throw to. So I think Tampa Bay in general has is going to have a lot of variance between their players right. and who's going to get the ball. Right. And that's that's what that's why it's so hard drafting Tampa Bay players as well this year. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Ready to move on to the next team? Yep. Next up it. is Holy Cow 11. Okay. Holy Cow 11. <laughs> get an avatar. Get an avi. All right, but let me click into here real quick. His matchup is actually pretty close, kind of this this week. It's been going back and forth, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has Lamar, solid, young quarterback. He also has Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> solid, young. They're both yeah. So he's he's pretty set on quarterbacks for quarterbacks. for you know a couple years. Yeah. Um, so I mean, decent. Running backs, I'm I'm pretty high on Aaron Jones, but Raheem Mostert, as long as he stays healthy, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Raheem Mostert. I think he's yeah. he's so fast. He is he, really he, fast. He literally has the fastest combine time. Yeah, his breakout speed. I mean, he's he's always every season that he's healthy, he's he gets, you know, them fifty plus yard touchdowns, and he's he's just zooming past everybody. Um, but yeah, as long as he stays healthy, 
he'll be he'll be fine. Um, receivers are fine too, um, but Miko Hardman. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure about Miko Hardman. I think um, Hopkins and Brown, AJ Brown, yeah, are great great wide receivers. Expected to do well. Yeah. But McCall Hardman, isn't he like wide receiver three? He's supposed and to be this, the two, but I, and, I'm not But sure. even so, he's always been like all or nothing kind of guy. Like yeah. when he hits, he hits hard, but most of the time he doesn't hit. Right. So, I mean, if he if he hits that week, then he'll be good. But yeah, I mean, that that's an area of, I mean, improvement, improvement there. Yeah. I have um, plenty of wide receivers if you want to trade. His depth is there too. His depth is there, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got, he's got a... I like I like I feel like KJ it's a KJ KJ Hamler, KJ Hamler yeah. yeah he's he's he's, he's very, an interesting pick he, I think he's kind of a sleeper um he'll, he's a wide receiver three for the Broncos um, but I feel like he can make yeah. a case to be he, the two he was pretty decent last year too like like playable yeah so he's I think he's a player on the rise yeah Ryan also has Gage um basically the wide receiver two for the Falcons now I really liked Gage I wanted Gage yeah I mean I was trying to take him in most of the mock drafts um, tight end. Noah Fant, mm, meh. Yeah, I mean, no, no one fantastic. <laughs> we we haven't seen much from him uh, throughout his couple seasons in the league. Um, his last year was probably his best year. Yeah, but like like I said, it it wasn't like fantastic. Yeah, and I, like he has his weeks, and, and yeah, he has Teddy behind you know ship now. So like, I don't know, I don't know how Teddy's gonna do. Different team, different coach. You know, yeah. different playbook I'm not sure we just have to wait and see on this guy um, but you know the the depth is there maybe maybe for running backs I don't know it's kind of iffy but you can always you, know, you can always address it yeah throughout the season so yeah I haven't seen Ryan make any trade he, offers yet he's made a lot of wire moves though yeah he also has uh, Preston Williams on his bench, which who I find another is another interesting player because yeah. um, Miami in general, they they got their um, Tua mm-hmm. last year, and you know he's supposed to be this great quarterback who's gonna who's supposed to you know carry the the Dolphins. Yeah, but he he didn't have any strong weapons last year, and this year they loaded him up with weapons. So yeah, Dolphins so, gonna be interesting this year. Right, as long as as long as these guys are stepping up, you know. Possibilities are endless for that team. I yep. feel I, they're scary. I feel like I feel like they can, you know, make it to second on the the AFC East. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Do you think they're gonna beat the Patriots though? Is that what you're saying? I mean, Patriots. You think, are you saying Buffalo, Patriots, Miami? Pa- Patriots uh, honestly might be the weakest team in my opinion in the AFC East, but I want to see them prove me wrong. I think they. I think they're both interesting teams this year. I think the AFC that division is actually pretty interesting. Very interesting this season. Yeah. With two rookie quarterbacks and Josh Allen. Well, no one's going to, you know, the the Bills have that division unlocked. But, yeah. All right, so. All right, next up is Trinster. Does she have an Abby? Does she have an Abby? (laughs) Yes, she does. She does. I don't know. I think Trinster is the one. I don't know what it is. It's like some generic helmet with like. Oh, that's what that is. Like mountains and something. (laughs) But, hey, she doesn't get the the sound. She she doesn't get the horn, but um, maybe maybe try to upgrade that that avatar. (laughs) Okay, let's look at that. I mean, team that that team like Trinidad has not been too happy. She, uh, she hasn't, and she she knew this going into the draft. She was she was <laughs> nervous going to the draft, and um, she kind of spent up at the beginning, 
And so she was kind of sitting through most of the draft, just waiting for cheaper players to come up because she couldn't afford anybody. Right. Uh, so she she knew this after draft that that uh, she needs she's gonna have to improve her team during during the season. Like it's okay. It's, her team's not bad. It's not bad, not at all. Because like you don't you don't win at the draft. You don't. But it certainly helps. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's good that she's making moves early on. It is. Um, you know, you know, you always have the rookie draft to look forward to mm-hmm. if your, you know, if your team doesn't perform this year. But you do always want to compete because you never know um, how far you're gonna get. Yeah, it's too early. It's too early to give up. Yeah. Um. So you know, you might have some players that just go off, and then you still you still in, co- in contention for the championship. Yeah, just just stay positive with your team. Yeah, um, and then, they're not too bad now. Um, yeah. You never know. But, um. Any players of note on this team? I, I really I, like her second. I already mentioned earlier her second her second round uh, second year receivers. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, Ter- Terry's third year now. Yeah, I love I love I love Just all Jefferson the receivers Simpson's there. Second year, they're yeah. all they're all, all like receivers. high upside. They're all they're people are, want these all these players to do good because right. they're second year and they're, they they want the breakout. I really I I really love all the second year. Uh, receivers, yeah, you know, CD Lamb is one of my my guys. You know, yeah, Chase Claypool's my guy. That's why we traded each other. Yeah, I was trying to get Pittman. I was trying to get Jefferson. Oh yeah, all McCoy. these players I wanted. Ayuk, I also wanted, um, but you know, I got outbid. But I think yeah. the only the only struggles here are her tight end. If she had a more, like a solid, you know, tight end, um, yeah. the team would be solid. It'd be yeah, great. I think honestly. she can improve on her quarterbacks a little bit. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know how good he's gonna be, but he does have the starting job. Yeah. And then Justin Herbert, I feel like I feel like personally, I he had a great season last season. Yeah. And I think he, that natural regression is gonna hit him because like the you know the, the law of averages, right? Yeah. Where like um, if you do great one season, it's not that you can't do great next season, but you're gonna regress to- back towards the average player. Right. So I I feel like that's gonna hit him this year, but who knows? He could be he could go above and beyond. Yeah. We we never really know. Second year. Uh, quarterback um, I mean if Teddy still has any gas left in him this would be the year probably I mean if that's, yeah, that, that might be it for him if he doesn't perform this year mm-hmm. um, but like you said with KJ Hamler you know that same team and if, yeah. if, if they can level up together yeah Teddy was good before he uh, tore his ACL but honestly you never know yeah but yeah the up, an upgrade in, in quarterback would, would probably put her in a good spot too yeah, well, you never never really know with Justin Fields. Uh, All right, she has Justin Fields. Justin Fields, Goff might be good. We we might be we no, might, might not be giving him too much credit. Yeah, because he's on a different he's he's on a worse team. But yeah. yeah, but you know sometimes sometimes change change of scenery is great for right. any player. Sometimes exactly, especially if you're going away from Gaze, Adam Gaze. Oh, I noticed that she has that. Fryer Muth guy. Fryer Muth? Yeah, there's been news by him lately, actually. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's he is being slept on. Chin did mention him as a sleeper. Yep. Um, he's on the taxi squad. Uh, yep. So, you know. Great place for him until he breaks out. Yeah. If he breaks out. Might lead to some development there. And I, I find it funny that she also has Kyle Trask, the quarterback <laughs> that she picked up in our very first mock draft. Yeah. Because the- because she didn't know that, uh, <laughs> she, that she could like pick players uh, to nominate, even though right. she doesn't have a lot of money. Right, that's old man Brady's backup right there. Yeah, so if something happens to Brady. He is he is old. All right. So if something happens to Brady, that's that's gonna be the guy. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on yeah. to the next team. Black, pink. Black, pink. Black, pink. Uh, he is a feared man in this. He league. oh he's he's scary. 
He's a, he's he a scary. He also man. does have an Abby. He does have an Abby. Good job. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> settle down. Settle down. All right. All right. Yeah, but but I feel like we're just we're overestimating him, like his team. Honestly, like he is one of those teams in the NFL that you think are going to go to the Super Bowl again. But you know, one thing leads to another, and they're just they're just bad. But his he does have a lot of star power there, like in terms of his wide receivers. But when you compare his team to other teams, it's it's just it seems just as good. But like you know, it doesn't overpower anybody. Right. Uh, I don't know like the official statistic, but like a lot of players that get drafted in like the first uh, three four rounds, um, I wouldn't say a lot, but like not all of them hit. You know, right. and especially it's usually the stars that are the most disappointing. So he could have he he's obviously slated for a great season with his, his picks. Right. Like uh, if you look at the star percentages of his players, most of them are above ninety percent. So that means that a lot of people are starting these people, but also could be leave some room for disappointment too if they don't because they're so such high draft capital. That is true. Yeah, I mean, you you want to see this this team like. Or he wants to see his team perform every week, so he has that expectation that he's gonna kill everybody every single week. But you know, you might it might lead to disappointment, like as like you said. Yeah, um, I want to know on Austin Eckler. I I think Austin Eckler is a great player, mm-hmm. but I I listened to an interview uh, with him, and he himself was not confident of, about getting goal line work. Interesting. And so like he's gonna be like the guy between the twenties, getting lots of yards, but like they have a different guy that they're gonna use. And the, the the interviewer was like, "No, you gotta you gotta talk to your coaches." And they, were, they were joking. You gotta talk to your coaches. You know, you gotta, you gotta fight for those that that end zone work. And he's like, "No, no, my body's not built for that. This other guy, he's better than me because he's built for it." And so he's he didn't sound too confident. I feel like I feel like that's there's little sarcasm in that because he is when you look at like some of his his stuff that he's been putting out, he he actually looks big. Like, yeah. He's not he's not like a small dude. So I feel like he. He's he's probably just you know, just saying that so that teams you, you think, know you think so just don't account for him possibly so. possibly because the, he Austin Eckler is actually very very active on social media yeah. and once he discovered what fantasy football was yeah. he he plays for his fans <laughs> he he knows about fantasy football he knows about his points and he plays for his fans he he wants to be on the gold line yeah I mean and one he, thing he says that, that one thing that catches my eye right off the bat when I look at him on sleeper right now is the week one matchup which is Washington that is a tough matchup. Um, yeah, Washington has a great defense. Yeah, their their so run defense is going to be it's really gonna good. It's going to be it's going to be a throwing game. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I don't really have much to say about Lung's team other than, you know, it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah. But it's not unbeatable. Definitely definitely not unbeatable. People should not be as scared yeah. of, as of him as the sentiments post draft. Yeah, this is fantasy after all, so you never know what Anything happens. Anything can happen. Yeah. So we can move on. A lot of unexpected things. CB Trans team is next. CB Tran team. She does have an avatar, I believe. Okay. Because I know uh, she has that that Green yep. Bay helmet. Is that am yep. I right? It's the Green Bay logo. Green Bay logo. Oh, there she's so first on my list. Her matchup is one of those other matchups that are like neck and neck right now with projections. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't really look at projections that much. Um, she has her her homer. Team Homer over here, uh, Aaron Rodgers. She's hoping, you know, this is isn't the last rodeo for them, but it's not looking too promising. Yeah, her. I think her her, her quarterbacks are strong. Well, Aaron Rodgers is strong, going to be great this year. 
and we'll see where he goes next year. But her her backup quarterback Tyra Tyra Taylor. Yeah, that's rough. Houston, Houston in general is just rough. It's yeah. hard to predict what they're gonna do, and I don't think they're gonna be that great. But he is he is the quarterback. He's gonna have some value. Yeah, I mean the thing is the thing is when we look at her taxi squad though, she has Trey Lance. Yeah. Oh, and this she is does. A, this is I feel like this is a budding superstar. Um, you know, I I I don't know if he'll play early on, but. He, he he's probably gonna get in there earlier than people sooner think. sooner than later for sure. Yeah. It depends on it really depends on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And the thing is that the who are they playing first? They're playing uh, Detroit, and then Detroit and then Philadelphia and then Green Bay. So I, I'm guessing like games one and two they're gonna be decent for Jimmy and, and so Trellian's not gonna play. But I think starting around game three and four things are gonna get tough for them and and uh, Trellian's is gonna see some play time around game three. I think. That's yeah. My, that's, I that's mean, so I if he does get. If he does get the starting job, he's an immediate upgrade to, you know, Taylor and Dalton and any other quarterback that Chris has on her roster. Yeah, absolutely. But other than that, Jalen Rager, Brandon Cooks as her second and third receiver is very iffy to me. It's scary. She has that stack between Brandon Cooks and Tara Taylor. Yeah. And Brandon Cooks is a wide receiver one, which is, you know, I think I think he is being underestimated. But at the same time, it, it's very scary proposition. Right. And then Ronald Jones being the flex there. Tough. Um, Tampa in general, just tough to pick. To yeah, pick just at. any, we don't any know running backs that play with Tom Brady is very iffy. Like, it's, I get kind of yeah. scared there. Because on top of that, their, their coach, Bruce Arians, he loves to throw the ball too. Right. Not just Tom. Tom came to Tampa Bay because he wanted to throw the ball. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, that wasn't happening with him anymore on and I just, in the Patriots. And I just feel like Tampa Bay can score, like, Anyway, like they can score on defense too. Like yeah. their defense is loaded. It's the same, same faces from last year. So. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean she, I mean she does have Will Fuller on her bench. Who, who I like I said before about the Dolphins. Right. Kind of excited for because he's he's coming in with experience. Yeah. And uh, he's he is a great wide receiver if he can stay healthy, and right. if Tua can can throw the ball to Will, I think it'll be it'll be a great great duo. Yeah. Well, she yeah she can definitely look into. You know, upgrading the the wide receiver core there, but we'll see how things go. You yeah, know, maybe Tyrod fantasy MVP this year. We never know. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantasy. That's the yeah. thing. Um, lots of unexpected things happen. Two more left. So so next up, we have Team Henry. We have a YRN three H, Team Henry. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Henry, where is he? Why am I not seeing? Oh, him? you know why? Because he changed his team name to. You oh, got Derrick okay. Rolled. Derrick Rolled. Uh, if only we okay. had a, a Rick Roll drop. <laughs> no, he has an avatar though. <laughs> yeah. He has an avatar. But just for the name, <laughs> we 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 need to get a drop for him for for uh, you know Rick Astley. Yeah. Um, looking at his team real quick, Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson. Oh, he's he's the one that made the trade for Antonio Gibson. Yep. Um, all great picks. Uh, I mean, all great players. Mike Evans, great. DJ Moore, I think. Oh, another team that I'm excited about is Carolina. Yeah, with Sam Darnold. With Sam Darnold, mm. everybody that escapes Adam Gaze, yeah, does good. And even the whole entire Jets team has escaped Gaze this year because <laughs> he got fired. That is true. And so, um, everybody, I think every, the entire Jets team and Carolina are going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is another solid team. Like, he, yeah. he's like one of those other you know people like players in our in our league that. You know, are gonna be able, are gonna fight. They're gonna fight for the, you know, a spot in the playoffs for sure. 
Uh, maybe even for the title. Um, as, I mean, as long as his t- players stay healthy, Mark Andrews just got that fat check um, from the Ravens. Oh, yeah. The, the, the big fat check. Four-year contract? Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. Four-year contract. So he's, he's, he's set, and he's, he's a great player, too, yeah. at the uh, tight end four being drafted. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about him. Excited for Henry's, Jerry Judy. He's, he's a second year, right? Yep. Yes, he is. Second year. Another one of those guys. Yep. Got two on the bench. When he, you got do the trade. Mm-hmm. He's also got Ty, uh, Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson, Hawkinson on the bench. Interesting. Yeah, because because he has um, Mark Andrews, so he doesn't. You know, he doesn't. He can't play both. Right. Obviously, but that's, that's ama- amazing. Insane. Amazing depth at tight end. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous, but yeah, you know. So, um, you know, you have some trade value there if you don't want. If you don't want, you know, if you don't think you need a backup at tight end. Right. Jarwin coming back from injury. Yeah, not sure I how think, to feel about him, but no, I think I think he was exciting last year, but not so exciting this yeah. year. Because they because they have who they have now Dan Dan no, they no, got Dalton Schultz Dalton Schultz but, yeah who did pretty decent yeah I don't I don't know what what's going on with that tight end room over there but you know I, I don't expect Jarwin to they're saying he look he's he's looking healthy for week one yeah but you know we'll see yeah with CD and all that stuff too yeah. CD and Amari both are gonna take up most of the most of the passing. Yeah. Zeke's, Zeke's looking good this year. Yeah. All right. Anything else about this team? No, I have nothing bad to say, but it All looks right. good. We're on to the last team. And that is your team. The Mighty Vits. How do you feel about your team? I, I like my team. I don't I, I I think my weakest area is probably gonna be tight end quarterback, which is um tight end is common to be weak at for most teams in the league because the tight end landscape is so so um empty there's not yeah. a lot of great tight ends besides like the top three mm-hmm. um so i think that's that's fine i think higby is solid though you know I think you, have, you I think, have the stack i think higby is solid because he's on the rams with uh matt stafford, stafford yeah. who loves to check down right like i was saying about uh the cup and higby was seeing a lot of that when he was playing with golf too yep Just a lot of check downs same thing with everett but he's gone now so that you know that yeah so i, I was Lucky enough to get Higby because I I thought Irv, I didn't know Irv Smith was hurt when I was drafting. Mm-hmm. I wanted Irv Smith. I did get him, but nobody wanted nobody bidded for him because he was hurt. Uh, yeah, I see. Um, so luck, I was lucky enough to get Higby, the last man on my list. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, so I have that stack with Matt Stafford. Uh, hopefully they do good. I think Jameis Winston kind of he's interesting to me because I also have Camara, the Camara Winston stack. Yeah. So. Um, that wasn't really intentional, but uh, I was kind of hurting at, at quarterback during the draft, so I, I, he, I took what I could. He's very interesting to me, Jameis Winston. Last time he started, he he ended the season thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Yeah, that's crazy. Thirty interceptions. Yeah. So I think that the league average is like twelve, it's usually fifteen. Like, yeah, it's around fifteen on a you know on a good day. Yeah. Like, so this man threw a lot of uh, interceptions, which is yeah, no bueno. But. You never know, you know, different team, different, different team. And different he's coach. he's gonna he, he's gonna get a, a Michael Michael Thomas back, right? And it's just uh, the 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 gadget player, Taysom Hill. The news came out recently um, from a conference with um, uh, Sean Payton, their coach, mm-hmm. that they're not gonna use uh, Taysom Hill as their uh, what QB two, because mm-hmm. they're gonna use him in other roles. Is what he said. I see. Okay. Because uh, apparently he's taking, um, apparently he's taking, um, like what's it called return. He's gonna return punts. 
okay. is what I've heard. The kick return, interesting. I feel like that's just smoke. Yeah, could be smoke. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's just you know, co- coaches they don't always uh, fall through on what they say. So take we take that with a grain of salt. You're loaded on receivers. Oh, I am I'm, loaded. I'm, on receivers. I've been trying to trade them away. Surprised that you're not starting Claypool. Uh, I'm the reason I'm not starting Claypool is because I'm starting Najee Harris. Uh, ah, I see. I don't. I, I I don't want to hedge my earnings like the oh. like I was mentioning earlier with uh, I think it was Chin's team. Yep. Oh no, Chin's team had that originally. It was another team because she traded away her her. Uh, I believe it was Jason's team with Jason's. Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah, because, and Thielen. Yeah. So I didn't want to hedge hedge that, but I have both the wide receivers from Steelers from the Steelers too. I have Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Who is their wide receiver one? I see. So, um, yeah. So I've been I've been looking for possible trades to get rid of at least one of those wide receivers. Um, and I, I do want to see how, all right. Uh, uh, we had a little interruption, but we're back. <laughs> Technical uh, difficulties. Yeah. I don't remember exactly where we left off. I know we were talking about my team, but I don't remember exactly where, where we left off. But, um, other we, we were talking about James Winston and Alvin Kamara and how they were interesting. Um, is there, oh, I also have Sam Darnold who I was interested, who I was excited about. I mentioned, yeah. um, is there any other? Uh, players that you want to point out? No, I I think other than the, the loaded receivers, that's it. Yeah, I do have a lot of receivers. I've been trying to get rid of. I I don't know if it cut off before or after this, but I um, I was mentioning that trying to trade some away, especially the, the the one at least one of the Pittsburgh receivers. Yeah. I don't, I don't, there's no, I don't need to have both. The only thing about that is like you know any of these other players on your bench can also get a 30 point like you know 20 right. 30 point game and right just so, seeing I mean, him sit on the bench is kind of rough but you know yes yeah. you know i mean if, if the they're on my is. bench you guys aren't scoring with them right yeah this is so, how the game is um so they're they're up for trades if anybody wants them um but other than that um are we ready to move on to yep. the next segment we're already on final, an hour in final segment uh, yeah final segment uh, we're uh, already <laughs> an hour in I'd be surprised if you guys are still listening <laughs> they're not fast forwarding yeah listening our, through the whole our, thing our typical podcast is not gonna be an yeah. hour but I think that very first segment that we had for the um, the bylaws it was important to have and that kind of took up a lot of time but our, our our podcast generally we're trying to keep it under an hour yeah um, so let's uh, our, our third segment this week is pretty short but let's uh, let's, let's get into it Alright, so week one previews. Week one previews. Week which, one is here. Yeah. Which which matchups are you excited for this week, Jimmy? I am super excited for the matchup between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, which is the first game of the season. Um I'm just super like I don't know, I don't stoked, I guess, to see Dak back in action. I hope he stays healthy because he is my quarterback too. Um I also have C.D. Lamb, um, you know, my guy. Um, and then they're playing against the defending Super Bowl champions. So this is going to be a lot of fireworks um, that are going to, you know, take place. But um, I think it's going to be a good game. I hope it's high scoring, um, a lot of action. And, you know, players stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. But right. I'm excited to see C.D. Lamb play it too because, I, you know, I drafted him and I traded him to you. And uh, I had... I, you know, I had high. I also had high expectations for him. Um, I think that that Cowboys offense is going to be great this year. So there, every, a lot of people are projecting a lot of things for that. Yeah, team. I mean, I don't see the Cowboys winning this game uh, just because they have a lot of rust to shake off. Um, 
the the Bucks are bringing back the same faces from last year, so Absolutely. they're just picking up from where they left off. Right. Uh, but yeah, other than that, do you have a pick of your own that you're excited for? Um, of course, there's the Steelers and Bills, but that's not my pick. I think that's gonna be a great game. But I'm ex- I'm actually kind of excited to see, the, as I mentioned before, the Dolphins play against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, for me myself personally, for the watching the Patriots, because I have Damian Harris, who was my very first draft pick courtesy of Jimmy <laughs> um, courtesy of Jimmy trying to troll the draft um, so I'm, I'm excited to see Damian Harris play without without Cam Newton because um, Cam Newton took away a lot of points possible points from the running back position because he was a runner himself Cam Newton loved to run the ball in at the, at the end line at the end, at the end in the end zone scoring the points for himself and stealing the points away from the from the running backs and with Mac Jones, I think that there's going to be a lot of um, a lot much much more throwing, and uh, Damian Harris is a pass catcher, so yeah. I'm excited to see him play and how he see how he does. And I've already talked about the Dolphins a bit and how I'm excited for Tua and his receivers. Except the thing is that with uh, Will Fuller, he's suspended, so he's not going to be in Week One. Yeah. Um, I think I, I forgot about that for a second. This is going to be a, a pretty good divisional game. Um, the only thing like. You, your statement on like Damian Harris, I'm I don't know how I feel about like New England running backs. Even even now that Cam is gone, they even when uh, Tom Brady was there, uh, like the running backs were kind of you know, they're, they're shuffled. Like they're, could be oh, they're always kind of iffy because yeah. you know they have James White who's a great pass, pass catcher. Yeah, uh, they had Sony Michelle. They they always like you know definitely shuffle between them. But I think I think. Um, they, they themselves like from hearing listen, listening to Bill Belichick talking and all that they're excited for Damian Harris too so yeah I mean hopefully this, fingers crossed this that, might be a new era and that's and that's that's part, kind of part of the reason why I'm excited to see what he does in, in week one yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one I think yeah but yeah are there any other games you want to uh, quickly glance uh, gloss over I don't I mean I, I would say I'll be I'll be biased and say I want to see the Seahawks play but they're playing against the Colts who has like a hobbled Carson Wentz yeah and those games always give me heart attacks so yeah I'd I'd rather see the first game of the season honestly all season I wouldn't be excited to see like any team that has a second year wide receiver so yeah oh you know what I'm also um I I I I touched on it the Steelers Bills they they also have a second year wide receiver that I trade for the my my guy Chase Claypool yeah 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 uh, I'm excited to see how he does because the, for the very same reason uh, that we're excited to see DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is now a third-year wide receiver. Right. Right? But um, I believe he's 6'4". Yeah, something G- like guess that. Guess who else is 6'4"? Claypool. Claypool is 6'4". Uh, and they also have very similar um, combine 40-yard dash times. Yeah. I mean, and they, so they just don't is, have the similar build. <laughs> they, yeah. But, I mean, they're, they're both really big guys and they both play very similarly. Yeah. And so, like... Uh, I, I see Claypool as like a DK Metcalf Jr. Yeah, I can, so see, that. That's, I can that, see that. I'm ex- that's why, that's another reason why I'm excited for the Steelers along with Najee. Basically, you know, everybody's excited to see their own team. Yeah, see I how mean, they do. so to be honest, like I'm just excited for football. Yeah, yeah. it's been it feels like it's been a long time. We, I know Jimmy and I have been like drafting, mock drafting, and stuff for like a while now since January. Yeah, just take it all all the regular season and inject it into my veins. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, especially if, you know it's tomorrow being the game you know so yep but yeah those are the matchups that we're excited for this yeah. upcoming week um um we also want to start kind of start doing something called 
the blank of the week, and maybe we'll make a drop for it or something. And it's gonna be something different every week, or every week that we podcast. Yeah, we're we're not committed to podcasting every week yet. <laughs> see how this goes. Yeah. But um, uh, what do you think it should be this week, Jimmy? Uh, and, yeah. and who who are we gonna give this award to? Yeah, we have some some options here. Yep. Some you know we have trade of the week. We have drafter of the week. What else? What else we got there? I don't know. This is good. All right, we're going to do a coin toss? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to ask Siri to do this for us. Hey, Siri, can you toss a coin? Heads is trade, tails is draft. Tails. All right, drafter of the week. Okay. Who do you think is going to be the drafter of the week? Or technically, two weeks ago, but who is our, the drafter of the week? I, I have a person in mind already. Yeah. Because I mean, we kind of already talked about it. Right. I, I think... I think it's pretty unanimous. I think, but I mean, honestly, this is just our opinion. So, like, you know, it's not, it's not, not to hurt anybody or anything. <laughs> no, of course. But I think, I think we all have left the draft with the same fear of one person. Yeah, it's it's, it's Mr. Blackpink himself. I think yeah. he got a lot of great values in that draft. Yeah, and some, just, somehow he did this while working. Yeah, it's just it's just the fact that we were towards the end of the draft, and he was still holding on to his money. It was like. I remember seeing like the number seventeen, and everyone's like low on their budget, and you know he he, he could just steal anybody he wants. So I, I give him, I give that to him because just of the the fact of the, the the fear that he instilled in everybody. Yeah, like the the strength, the, like the the star power on his team combined with his the way he had his budget still at the end. Like yeah, nobody wanted to nominate the players that they wanted because they're they're afraid that they were not gonna get their players. All right. So uh, so kudos to you, Lung. <laughs> nice work nice job we'll see how your team uh, does this year though yep let's see Hi, uh, he's got high expectations so yeah. lots of room for a disappointment too right um, I think that's all we have for this segment it's pretty short this week because we haven't had any games yet yeah. but once we have some games uh, going we can uh, talk add more to this segment and um it's a good place for us to wrap up too. Yeah, because we did. A, we're already over an hour. Yeah. hour. So um, before we go, we have a couple of reminders. Um, first is to for the draft leagues. If you were if you drafted with us, um, I turned them into like leagues. The the mock drafts turned those into leagues, just because I, I'm usually curious about to see, to see like um, how my my fake teams did. So um, if you don't if you're not interested at all, feel free to leave those those leagues. Um, but if you are interested, stay in there, but turn off the notifications for those teams. Um, you can do that by going to, on your phone, going to the cog next to your team name, and then there should be a notification setting you can turn off. Because you don't what you don't want, you don't want to get notifications for players that are not on your real team. It's just going to be a lot of distraction, a lot of notifications that are unnecessary. Right. And you can get excited for no reason. Like you, you see a touchdown, you're like, "Yeah, touchdown, touchdown!" And then it's, it's not, not your, your it's player. not your real player. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you turn those off if you want to stay in those leagues and track you, how you did during those mock drafts. Yeah, and then the other thing that we want to uh, kind of remind, kind of encourage, is to turn on your notifications for Discord. I feel like it's Discord more so than Sleeper. I mean, you should turn on both, honestly, because you do want like get notifications for you know tr- like trades and stuff that happens in discord as well as sleeper um there is a way for you to also i guess like quote unquote subscribe to like breaking news on sleeper so that 
um, whatever news or injuries that happen or any sleepers or anything like that, you get notifications for it. I mean, that's completely up to you. This will help you in the long run because of this being a dynasty league. Um, uh, there's also a way for you to check news as well on your as well on your players. Um, if you go to your team setting and there's a, a news button um, under your team name, you can click on that and it'll show you all the news that you have on all your players. Um, but I highly encourage to turn notifications on um, for Discord for and Discord. Sleeper. And if, if, if you don't want all the notifications on on Discord, because sometimes people you know people are chat talk, chatting away in this Mac talk, uh, you can feel free to uh, turn off the like you can turn off notifications for certain channels instead of just the entire Discord um, server. So I think the most important one to have on is to have on um, the notifications for announcements. Um, and that way, if we have anything we need to tell you guys, um, then you guys can make sure you guys can stay in the loop with all that. So if there's only one channel to ha- to have it on, it's gonna be announcements. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you should have the smack talk notification on because we're just constantly gonna be talking smack about each other. Um, so if you wanna jump in and you know talk smack, keep it on. We'll be on there. Um, I have my notifications on for everything, so I'm always down to reply and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, if you need help setting these notifications up, you know, you have two commissioners, reach out to us. We'll help you. Um, but other than that, if, if Elvis doesn't have any other comments or anything like that, we can probably wrap up. Yeah, that's it. Um, we don't have an outro song or anything like that you know, football's you know. here <laughs> it's football time <laughs> all right we'll catch you guys next time thanks for tu- li- thanks for listening to the whole thing yep thanks for tuning in yep um we'll see you on game day Bye bye